in the National League West. Philadelphia blanked the Nationals two zip. Hey, Sagat, join us Friday. Israel Gutierrez sitting in with me. We'll talk to Tim Kirchin, and we'll close out the week the way we always do by opening up the club. That's Friday on the Dan Lebitard Show with me, Sagat, on ESPN Radio. Everybody, hello and welcome to the Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN 580 Orlando, where we bring the action and, of course, we bring the nonsense. We're on Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 p.m. and 24-7 at KevinSuttonShow.com. I'm Dr. Feel. I'll be holding it down on Myron Kevin Route, saving the world. We really appreciate it. But, guys, don't forget, hey, to like us on all social media. That's Facebook, that's Twitter, that's Instagram, and YouTube, all under the username Kevin Sutton Show. And don't forget to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play. Actually, it's not even Google Play anymore. It's actually Google Podcast. And uh, we're there. Looks nice and clean and crisp. So click that like, click that subscribe. Definitely leave us a rating and review. We love those five stars. Today is Thursday, and today in the studio... First and foremost, I got my man Rich Rogers. What's up, Phil? I can't can't wait to hear your prediction today. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to hold. I may have to hold on that for now. Okay. I just my tomorrow will be Friday. Okay, <laughs> there we well, go. We you, all know that. You doing okay? I'm doing great. Yeah. Did you get wet? It's been raining all day, on and off. So I got stuck on my bike, so I had to find the nearest, driest place to go to. So then I had lunch. And now, when you say bike, do you mean bicycle or, or bike? Or uh, mo- no, bicycle. Okay. okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, so when I left the house, it was a monsoon. It didn't start raining until I actually got on it. I'm like, let's get going home. And then as soon as I got on it, it started pouring. So it's been raining all day here, but hopefully it'll clear up soon. Cool. All right. Also in the studio, some say that gravity is this man's worst enemy. Nikki Football. I do not like to fall. That is true. That's true, man. How you doing? I'm all right. Woo, man. I'm all right. I've been here since 10 a.m., so I'm working on hour number uh, 11 here. Oh, you're like me, man. Yeah. Yeah, I worked a a, uh, 15-hour shift today, well, from last night. And uh, I didn't. Get, I got home. Didn't get any sleep really. No. Yeah. So, and then I got to work another fifteen. So I'm gonna leave out of here. Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah. so I was gonna ask Nick, are you guys doing any time of fantasy football like you and Chris and the guys? Or we are, yes. Because I'm trying to talk Phil into doing it this year. I don't know if you guys have any slots available or we you already uh, started. Though, I right? am not. No, we have not started yet. I am not the commissioner of the league. I do not okay. pick. I don't do any of that. I, if I show up to the draft, they're lucky because I just don't. <laughs> I don't have time to do it. But. Uh, um, I know I'm in one league. I, I can't do more than one league, so I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure whether or not we have any slots left, though. Okay. You, you guys go to a, a restaurant or something and do it? Is that how you do it? Usually we do it here. Oh, Usually okay. we do it right here at the radio station. I think I think we're doing that again this year. Do you guys record your session? No. Why not? Because no. That'd be great. Uh, it would for people that want to hear all the gossip about this because we we have an all radio league is what we have. So we have everyone from the radio Dude, station. Dude, that would here. be so awesome. No, you don't want that. You get Obi and Little Sean in here? <laughs> no, 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 no. We do. Uh, it's really between us and DBO and uh, News ninety six point five. So we got Marino, we got Tony yeah, Marino yeah. in the league. Uh, Kevin Rayfuse, Gene Wexler's in the league this year. Uh, our guy Sam Albuquerque. Albuquerque's the the commissioner. So uh, Kirky's mm, Kirky runs it. Burrito. Uh, yes, and uh, Chris Crawford, myself. 
Uh, I think Inez is in it this year, and, mm. and you know, getting Scotty in it is always kind of tough. Uh, he's going to auto draft. He always auto drafts. I was, was going to ask you, is he any good? Because you know we had we had that episode last week where we had Steve-O I know in. where Steve-O told you uh, um, just kind of broke it down for me. Is is, is Inez any good at the? Uh, he auto drafts. Like he and I both auto draft. Like I'm just I'm not crazy about. It. I can't think of anyone else who's in it. I think that we have twelve or fourteen. Why do you, teams. Why do you, why do you auto draft? It just because you're just lazy or do you just don't care? Yes. You just, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, the reason, here's the thing. The reason why I do fantasy football is it gives me, it's for social reasons. I have no friends. So it makes these people, they have to interact with me, one. And then, two, <laughs> it gives me something to talk about from time to time if there's a slow day on the radio, because then it's like, all right, well, the, this guy's on my fantasy team. Don't, no one cares about your fantasy team. It does make you do pay it. attention to what's yeah. going on, though. You know, the injuries, you know, uh, the, the, all the stats of all the players, yeah. you know, so, you know, like, uh, who are the top running backs? So let's look at it. Maybe I can trade for him. Maybe I can pick him up, you know, you know, who's injured. So it sort of does definitely, and you watch all the games on Sunday. You're going to, if you yeah. watch, if you play Phil, you're going to find yourself watching the games and paying attention more. So that's more than anything, like I right. said. You end up rooting for guys yeah. you never thought you'd give a damn about. Mm. And then like the, Rob Kelly. Yeah, and then you go rooting against guys that are actually on the team that you grew up with. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, so are rooting for guys that are like if you're a Dolphin fan and you have Tom Brady as your quarterback, you know, uh, it's like Oh yeah, you kinda conflicted. Yeah. <laughs> oh kinda, man, that's a little weird. It's interesting, but it's yeah. fun, you know. And it doesn't take as much time as you say it would be. Do you, you know, normally so. do you normally play every year? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I auto draft too, and my reasoning for is that and I end up getting all upset anyway. That like if I auto draft I won't feel as bad if the players don't do well. But I, then I get all into it. So when, like, you, when you auto-draft, how good is the system when it does it? Like, it just tears it by, like, if you auto-draft and you have so, a slot open for a running back, so it'll what give about you the, if, the if, best running back on the list, and it'll, it'll draft it to you. you so know? what about if everyone in your league auto-draft? I don't know how it works, but it, it does it. It, it works. I mean, could that it's theoretically still, Well, yeah, I join an all-auto-draft league. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I go on ESPN and well, see, you then really, you're join not really league, like auto-draft league, and it auto-drafts everyone. Well, you're not but really... once you have your team, you can trade and, and pick up and drop as you please, you know. All right, well, I'm going to put you on spot right now. Who would be your first pick? My first pick? Your first pick, Rich. Well, they always say not to pick a quarterback first, you know, so I would probably go with the one of the top uh, running backs. Like yeah. Le'Veon Bell or Le'Veon Bell is probably one of the top ones that they talk about being picked. Yeah. Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Adrian Peterson, no, I wouldn't. No, he's not. No, I wouldn't pick him. No? Nick, what about you? Who'd my first pick be? Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> sorry, guys. I got to eat at some point. I'm sorry. Here. I didn't know. I, didn't... Um, I would probably go Antonio Brown one. Yeah? Okay. okay. Either a running back or a wide receiver. All right, so good advice from you guys. Yeah. And that's actually what Steve-O mentioned, too, is like yeah. uh, probably picking a running back first would be your best, your best bet. But wh- why not a quarterback, though? You said they don't normally well, – why? Is, is there a reason? I think you get more points out of these other guys. I mean, I think that there's more you, – you, you tell me, Nick. Do you know? Do you know? He's the got answer a mouth. He's, right, he's got a pickle. He's got a pickle. Now, now, now that I have forced a fruit and nut bar down my throat, um, that's the yeah. fastest I've ever seen anybody eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I choke here for a minute. Hold on. Um, so the reason why you take a run, first of all, running backs are usually the ones that go first. So you guys okay. like Le'Veon Bell or Zeke Elliott yeah, or Saquon yeah. Barkley because you get points both for touchdowns mm-hmm. and for rushing yards, okay. and these guys also give you more because now you get points for receiving yards too. So you have more opportunities to score with. These running backs, especially, and in a lot of leagues, you can uh, 
you you can you get a little bit more out of the running back. That's that's kind of the reason why. And also because in terms of the quarterback situation, there's probably only two quarterbacks that you want to take early in a draft. It's Brady and Rodgers, and then mm-hmm. the rest of the guys. That just the way that they tier together, uh, you get pretty much the same thing from from many of them, from Drew Brees to Philip Rivers and all that other stuff. So quarterbacks, you get you get less. I mean, you get points from them, but you don't get as much like kind of. I would say, like when when I look at a running back, it's like, all right, if I go get Le'Veon Bell with my first pick, yeah, he's far and beyond better than any of the other running backs. All right, and I can get points with him in many different ways. Quarterback, I know how I'm going to score them. He's going to throw touchdowns and he's yeah. going to throw for yards. That's about it. Okay, so do anybody? Does anybody actually pick any like? So you only you're only picking offensive positions, I'm guessing. Correct, for, and you pick one football. defense. You, you get a defense special team, so you'll take the Bears defense. Oh, so you get the whole the whole defense oh, and special okay. teams. See, I didn't, Steve didn't mention that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was wondering how that. Worked. Yeah, you're not drafting like Clay Matthews, and then like you're not drafting a whole defense. No. Okay. So like you want a dominant defense, but you wait until later in the draft for that. Same thing with a kicker. You wait for a very long time with a kicker. Oh, so is he like the last one you normally pick? Yes, normally. Yes. Oh. Well, that's interesting. So I like, don't think you could have picked two worse people actually to talk to fantasy football about. Well, Maybe actually, like Rich, Rich is much better than I am. Like, I have no idea what I'm well, talking about. Well, it's good that you guys are dummies because I'm a dummy too. That's what we're doing. <laughs> so, fa- we're doing fa- so. not fantasy football for dummies. We're doing fantasy football with dummies. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> That's very good. But hey, guys, we actually have a treat for you all. We have the great Brad J from ESPN. He uh, called a bunch of X Games and he called a couple of Winter Olympics calling in. Rich hooked us up. So keep it locked here. We got a very special treat for you when we come back on the Kevin Sutton Show, ESPN 580 Orlando. Winning at pretty much everything except sports radio. Winning. 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 You're listening to the Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN 580 Orlando. Everybody hands go up and they stay there. If you guys didn't know, that's Meyer, the ladies' point of view. That's right. I'm here. And Kevin's out saving the world. One dad at a time. At Daddy Boot Camp class over in Florida Hospital. I had to drop him off. Which one? uh, Downtown, where I was at, where I lived for two months. Yeah. So it's sentimental. And then I was out by the airport, then rushed back. Man, this life is tough. So cool. Nick. Well, Nick's on the phone. I was going to say, have you guys seen my billboard? I did. And you, you were actually that, that is actually at a very busy intersection on uh, Cimarron and Colonial. Yes. And you have a billboard right near Dr. Winner's office on. Oh yeah. Orange no, Avenue, but, no, but I, I really have too. a real billboard. Yeah. You know I mean, that was. A, she did. Yeah. That's that's just a, a big sign. sign. That's just a big sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nick, have you seen my billboard? I have not. No, I did not see it. Okay. Nick's so been the, here since like last night. I, I yeah, I've been here since ten this morning. So the coolest thing is I have a billboard on Colonial and Cimarron, which is really really awesome. It's like okay. a big hot, right big next billboard. to Hot Dog Heaven. Yeah, I guess so. And I posted it today. I was like, OMG, I got a billboard. And guess who liked my post? And it freaked me out. Shaq. No. Close. Close. Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So then I had a post. It, Obama. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Trump. <laughs> but anyway, we'll get more into that because this weekend, you guys know, Kevin every year camps out to raise canned food items 
for homeless children and families. Well, guess what? We're about to do something crazy this weekend. We're doing a 24 hour camp out to raise canned food and school supplies. Cool. But we'll get into that at the final of the hour because we've got an amazing guest on the line who we got to make sure he doesn't out talk us, you yeah. know, because this guy's a professional talker. Yeah. Rich, you know? Rich actually hooked us up. So props to Rich. So, Rich, tell us who we got. Well, we have you got to make it huge. Yeah, huge. Brad J on the line. He's, oh, no. uh, Hold on. No, no, no. On the line, we got the one, the only X game side Clippers co-announcer winner Olympics, Brad J. Welcome to the show. I mean, I would have done it more like Brad J. All right. All right. Hold oh, on. I'll oh, do it. I'll okay, do it. Okay. 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 One more time. One more time. Okay. Everyone shut up. Okay. Brad J. That sounds like kind of weird. What? That, one, that yeah. one didn't work. I know, right? Why? No, that no. didn't work. With the, with no. the J work, the J work. Yeah, uh, whatever. yeah. I quit. Yeah. I'm going home. I know. <laughs> He's done. Well, man, you put a lot of pressure on us, but Rich has spoken so well of you and just your talent and your experience that we are honored that you took the time tonight to give us a call on the Kevin Sutton Show. Boy, if I laid a turd after that intro, I'm going to really suck on this one. Um, <laughs> I really appreciate you guys. That was really nice. I mean, I really appreciate it. I have a passion for what I do and the action sports world. And, man, just to uh, to get to do this as, as an actual job is kind of like not working for me. So I'm down with it. And thanks for uh, giving me all the props. I definitely appreciate it. No, no, no. Um, we appreciate having you. And we're going to start off, and, and Rich is going to be really involved in this, because we're going to start off about how much you, um, what you're involved in. So, Rich, go ahead and list it off so Brad doesn't have to feel. Well, you know. you, Brad, you've been with the X Games uh, since 2000, correct? For It's going on 17 years yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah how I jumped did... on with ESPN probably 1999, first started with ESPN doing hmm. a thing called a B3 that they used to do, but then... From there, that led to X Games the very next year. Isn't that a vitamin? <laughs> <laughs> no, the B3, here was what the B3 was. It was called the Bikes, Boards, and Blades for rollerblades. And so it was a competition that ESPN did as a qualifier to make it to the X Games. And it was something that they ran those, oh, I want to say like 98, 99, 2000, pretty much after they created X, X Games around 95, I think, is when those things started coming out to... You know, you need you need a qualifier to get in, so that's what they did there. And so that was 1999. You're saying, right? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So so X Games, and then I understand, even though you're a huge, you know, what we call action sports fanatic, because that's in your blood, and everything that yep. you get to do. What's the NBA angle there? <laughs> that was a weird one, man. I, okay, what happened was I was the lead music director for the Olympics in Salt Lake in 2002. And I got the job out there. So I'm out there in Salt Lake doing the music, hiring all the DJs for all the venue, and creating this music library. And that was my job for the Olympics out in Salt Lake. Well, that had the Dodgers actually, one of somebody the Dodgers contacted me because they needed a DJ at that point. So the Dodgers reached out to me, and this is 2003 after the Olympics, to work for them. So I started DJing for the Dodgers, all the home game stuff, you know, the charges, the, the stomps, the claps, the car wash, all the stuff that all the DJs play. That's what I did for them for a good solid five years. Mm. Then the Clippers, right around 2004, were reaching out because they wanted an on-court announcer to be able to do the promotions, all the stuff at the time outbreak, the half-court shot to win the card, the third quarter break, and 
I went in there and interviewed with them, and I was already by that time doing X Games and all the other stuff I was doing. So they're like, sure, come on in. I mean, I was a Laker fan. That was the only weird part. <laughs> oh, about that. man. Was like, that was the toughest job to take. But let me tell you this it's easy to decide when you look at that paycheck every single day that you put that paycheck in the bank or every single month, it has a Clippers ball on it. Never once have I seen the check. Written out to me with the Lakers ball on it. True. So then I started going, you know what? I can jump ship because I'm not paid. There you go. You know, you can secretly uh, support support the Lakers from home, you know. Yeah, you, you don't know. need to keep those yeah. pay stubs, so it's cool. You can toss, you can toss them. Yeah. No, it, but that was that was a rough time. That was Donald Sterling era, so that was not oh. fun. <laughs> that man absolutely hated me with a passion. Oh, man, that guy did not like me. And that was tough working there. Back then, with though 2006, we had a good year. Sam Cassell on the team, we had a pretty good year that year. But, but that was just mainstream sports doing, you know, doing what I what I do. Just that action sports and whatever. Just taking the announcer role and running with it. So tell us a little bit about now what you thought about this year's X Games in Minneapolis. I was actually there myself, and um, I did a call into the radio show that Friday night. But uh, what was your thoughts on well, this year's X Games? Well, can I ask you, what, what was your thoughts on this year? Because I'll tell you mine, but I want to know kind of what you saw, because you were there live, right? Yeah, I was there live. Now, we have You're Alex Surgente has been on our show multiple times. In fact, I spoke to uh, his mother on the floor Friday night at the uh, when the BMX Big Air event, I was there. And um, I oh, thought okay. it was awesome. Um, I thought that um, I'm a big fan, because I followed the Norse Nuts, uh, Sabre Norse, the girl skateboarder. Uh, from Australia, oh, yeah, she's, yeah, so she's yeah, awesome, she's and, amazing. yeah, and then of course, uh, I'm a big fan of Poppy Star. So I thought it was a great event. I thought that uh, it seemed like it was more crowded this year than last year. Um, yeah, to me, it seemed like that. I thought I talked to a lot of people from a lot of different places, you know. So a lot of people on the stadium, like from uh, North Dakota and from Montana and all over the place. So I thought it well, was a great event. It's good to get your take on it because here I am. I'm in the booth. So I'm in that booth the entire like I'm I was doing probably 15 competitions the whole the whole days I was out there the four days mm. pretty much more than any host announcer in that whole in that whole deal but I don't see how it sounds out there so sometimes I, I miss that part but I really feel like the city of Minneapolis stepped up in their support level for X Games to make sure that it was advertised correctly and put it out there in the media and what have you for the second year and I felt like Austin kind of failed to do that in some ways. So I, I feel like Austin, by the third year, it, it just didn't seem it was as comfortable. I mean, they were a great host for the first couple, but I feel like Minneapolis is really getting behind it and really understand the importance of being the basically the Super Bowl of action sports and what, what X Games really is. Well, Brad, I got some news for you. Uh, our, our, our host, Myra, she's running for Orange County Commissioner here in Orlando, and one of her goals after she wins her election yes. is to bring the X Games to Orlando because Heck we feel yeah. that the X Games in our, we feel Orlando is the perfect city to host an X Games. What do you think about coming to Orlando? I mean, I 100% agree because I've done events in Orlando. I was I was part of the Dew Tour when the Dew Tour was in Orlando for the years that we were there, and always the crowds came out in full force. The the people support action sports. It's a rad place. It's got wakeboarding you know background to it it's got surfing it's got everything going on in that your neck of the woods so people will definitely come and i definitely would make a push for that too as well and i don't think that's 
hard to think about that happening in the future because I really think that could happen. So when you when you do actually come, so we're actually extending our invitation, so you can actually come in the studio. But but please be warned, you actually have to bring us food when you do come to the studio. That's 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 what all of our guests. That's one of the caveats. <laughs> well, if you ask Kevin, if you bring a case of any kind of energy drink, that also helps. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny because I did morning radio for many years in Santa Barbara, and it's all about the food. I mean, people bring you. So much food. That's what it's all about. So I really love that you guys are running with it, and you're <laughs> going to keep that going because it works. People will bring food, and when I'm there, I will bring food. There we oh, go. Well, I'm, you know, I'm saving this, Brad, okay? I know. So I'm gonna, <laughs> it's going to be in his phone. You know, you'll be here in 2021 for the, for the uh, X Games when I have him hosted here in Orlando, and Phil will be like, Brad, Brad, I still got it on tape. Where's my Popeyes, bro? <laughs> well, hey, I'll be out there before then. I do uh, I do another side event out there, the Prospect Cup, the soccer tournament that they do. The, the I think it's U-12s. So I come out there, and that's a pretty big thing. They put on Telemundo and what have you. But I go out there and kind of do the live announcing in Orlando. So when I'm out there for that uh, next year in the wintertime, right after winter, I'll let you guys know. Yeah, let us know I'm for sure now. They were talking about bringing the X Games at Orlando. Where are they right now as far as, like, I know that is they're on a three-year contract with Minneapolis. Is that it? No, I think what happened was I think there's another two that just got signed. Okay. So this was a two. So if they're going to go, that would be 2021, yes, when they'd be able to, okay. to hey, relocate to a different location. Hey, Brad, so we have a question. Are you going to be able to stay with us for Talk. a little while? Yeah, yeah, I got you. If you guys oh. take a break. I'll yeah, we got to take a break. Right. And we have this really cool game we play with, with guests. It's called This or That. Uh-oh. And we'd love to have Uh-oh. your take on it if you're cool with it. I'm down. I'll play. All right. it's, it's, we promise you, you won't be in any kind of compromising position because, again, I am running for office, so we got to keep it we're, clean. We're totally lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We've got, I, Brad, I we've got Brad J on the line, Mr. X Games announcer. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. This is the crew holding it down. We're going to be right back. Saying at least one stupid thing per day. <laughs> I've been beating the meat, but <laughs> I ain't never did it in the, in the cooler like you did. <laughs> this is the Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN. 580 Orlando. Oh, yes. We are back with the Kevin Sutton Show. It is Thursday night with the crew holding it down as Kevin's out at the hospital doing the daddy thing. Saving the world one dad at a time. That's right. And we want to remind our listeners the Kevin Sutton Show is proudly sponsored by Cruz and Pascara PA, your personal injury attorneys. If you're in a slip and fall car accident, full service law firm, Cruz and Pascara, your eye for lawyers. That's right. But we're not going to waste any time because we got the one and only Mr. Brad Jay on the line with us. Brad, you still there? Is that better? Did you like that? Uh, that's way better. Yeah. Oh, go see, Phil, You're man. You've been thrown out. You've been fired, Phil. I no. mean, y'all like it when I say saving the world one day at a time. Nope. I said it the same exact way. Hey, no magic balls on your check. Oh, that sounded Whoa. weird. <laughs> you know, we had the Orlando magic. Ooh. That's where that came from. <laughs> mm. I get it, but that's funny. Oh, hey, and Brad, like we were telling you, I, um, I'm i running for county commissioner here in Orange County, yep. Orlando. And the Orlando Magic, the NBA professional team, actually sent me a contribution support for my campaign. And that was exciting. It was actually a contract to play. 
<laughs> and, I, and I settled at a thousand dollars, the lowest contractor is in the NBA. So hey, you're still playing. You're there, still playing. There you go. Um, first female in the NBA signed. <laughs> but you know what? We're gonna we're gonna roll into some questions before we play a little this or that. So, Brad, I was wondering, tell us about your experience with the Winter uh, Olympics and the snowboarding okay. announcing. Well, I mean, it's that's pretty that's pretty amazing gig. I mean, first of all. It's long. They're long days out there. I did, so I just did Korea. I was in Pyeongchang for that one. and announced um, snowboarding half-pipe, skiing half-pipe, some slope style for the Olympic Broadcast Network. And then the uh, Olympics before that, the winter before that was Sochi. Spent seven weeks out in Sochi announcing snowboarding during the Russian Olympics. And then 2010 announced snowboarding at the Vancouver Olympics. So I'm the last three in a row winter olympics i've done all the snowboarding most of the snowboarding stuff now that there's more disciplines in it and the experience has been pretty darn amazing russia was a little old by week five i'll tell you that much but <laughs> the first few weeks there was good but that got a little rough but tian chang i'm i'm just not a kimchi fan Aww. and man they just eat kimchi three meals a day and that was killing me <laughs> that sour cabbage <laughs> <laughs> it was literally killing you I need an egg and some toast and some bacon. Oh, man. Man, that's crazy. (laughs) But it's great. I mean, in the Olympics, seeing the Olympics go in the direction they did when they did that in Nagano, Japan, I think it was 98, was when they added snowboarding to the Olympics, and that was a big big step in the right direction for them. Because, look, I grew up on the Olympics as a kid, you know, watching it before, you know, snowboarding or any of that stuff was in it. But to see where it's gone – now and to see them have faith in it and to get the younger audience that they needed, it was important that they made the change. And you see how they're adding more and more sports, how skateboarding bowl or skateboarding park is going to be in the the Olympics. BMX park is in the Olympics. Surfing is in the Olympics now. They're going to probably even put downhill mountain biking in at some point. So it's, it keeps going in the right direction with that crowd and action sports is it's here to stay. It's not like, when the skateboard came around, then it faded and came out and faded. But I think all action sports is here to stay now, for sure. For sure. I was there in the 70s because I've been skateboarding for a long time. And I think that yeah. this, this is definitely here to stay. And I think, you know, a lot of people in the skateboarding industry are kind of against it being in the Olympics. But I think in the long run, sure. uh, I mean, something, even the most hardcore guys that are against it, to me, something that just once every four years for a few days if it means getting more skate parks built, because we have uh, Team Payne. Tim Payne's been on our show a few times, so he's been building some oh, new parks around Central Florida. Yeah, and we have Larry Latrell, who's another person running for office up in Castleberry, local, uh, just north of Orlando. And for Tim Payne, Artito, who's on the uh, Orlando City uh, board with me at Orlando Skate Park, or uh, Larry, if they can go into a city commission meeting and a group of politicians in the city and say skateboarding's the Olympics, you know, um, we need somewhere where the kids to train, yeah. whether even, you know, it could be a tennis center, it could be a gymnastics uh, place to go. But, you know, skateboarding and BMX is in the Olympics now. And yeah. I think it's going to make it a lot easier uh, for skate parks to be built. And that, that's a good thing. Now, Brad, speaking well, of... I, oh, go, yeah, I agree with you. Go ahead. Now, see, now speaking of 2020 Olympics, uh, Sean White, you know, he's uh, planning on making a comeback. He's been doing a lot of things recently. <laughs> How do, you, how do you feel about him uh, possibly going to the 2020 Olympics? Well, I announced that gold medal run of his this, this year in Pyeongchang, so that was a pretty special moment, being that I got heard in millions of households, and 
I was the guy to make that call. And I've I've been a friend of Sean since he was like 10, 11 years old. Oh wow! But I gotta be I've got to be honest. I don't think he can do it. Oh, I really hot take. Because, and I, I hate to say it because he's a friend, and if he hears me saying this, he's he not listens. Be on I'm, it, but, I'm tagging him in this on Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah, he'll hear it. Hey, he doesn't write. There's no Sean White ball on my check. <laughs> oh, I love, I love the way you think. <laughs> yeah. So, no, so here's the deal. There's a lot of good talent out there right now. A guys who can skate park, who skate cement quite well. I mean, in all different countries and the U.S. as well. So you look, what is there, four spots there's going to be for guys, four for girls? I think the, the girls one is kind of, that's not really as much up for grabs. But the guys, there's too many guys fighting for it. And he's the oldest one out of them all. So it's like. These guys are like young 20s, you know, 22, 23. There's probably kids that are 19 going to be gunning for it. So it's just, I just, I know he's talented because I've announced him winning gold medal in skateboarding on a vert ramp at X Games numerous times. And I've announced him gold medals at the Olympics, X Games. So I've announced him on everything, but I just feel like maybe father time starts catching you a little bit and maybe you weren't paying attention in the last five years what everyone was doing. It's hard to say, but he's, he's keeping a down low, and he's not skating in events. He didn't skate at Huntington Beach when they had the, the U.S. Open over there. So he's staying away from competitions, and you're wondering, is he practicing, which in his own private pipe like he did for snowboarding, mm-hmm. like, what's he doing? Like, is he on a different planet? Is he on the moon? <laughs> like, does he have his own private zone up there? Like, so trust me and Sean. He's working at it, but where is he working at it? Yeah, I've seen some video of him at Venice Beach, and I saw him, I guess, riding the new Vans ramp uh, that they have, I guess, at the Vans headquarter. Uh, But he's not entering competition. Yeah, because he did announce that he was going to try to compete in more competitions this summer and this fall and kind of see where he stands, you know. But I agree with you. If if you haven't been skating on a regular basis and, um, you know, progressing every year like these young guys have. Uh, I mean, someone like Alex Agente, for instance, who's been on our show. Oh, my God. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. He's, you know, yeah. killing it. He is awesome. Yeah. He, is, yeah. he is so good, and he is such a – he's a well-poised kid, too. I mean, he's a good dude all the way through and through. So he's a good ambassador for the sport as yeah. well. But I just don't think – you know, and I don't want to take – and Sean could surprise me, and I'd be the first one to scratch my head and say, wow, he did it. But he's got to qualify, and by qualifying means – you probably need at least two top three finishes out of five competitions in a year prior to or the year leading up to it. Mm-hmm. So can he get top threes? I mean, we'll definitely know X Games next year because I guarantee he'll be at X Games competing next year. Now, the other athlete almost, that I'd like to ask you about, and he's still, I think, ranked in the top 20, would be um, Kelly Slater. Do you think Kelly Slater could make the U.S. team uh, in surfing? Oh, I know. What a, Even his age, he's older, but, man. I mean, he's still competing. I mean, it's amazing. still do airs. He can still do backflips over people. I mean, he's still, at, at, you know, what is he, is he, what is he, mid-40s right now? I think Where he's maybe 40? 42, 43. He actually went to high school with my friend Scooter over in Cocoa Beach. So uh, yeah, they grew I'm up together. Surf. Yeah, and I know all those guys and those brothers and everything. Well, I think, wow. wow. I definitely think Kelly could make it. Definitely wow. think because also got to remember this: there's always a coach's discretion pick. So you could come up short on your standings, and the coaches could be like, "You know what? It's freaking Kelly Slater right <laughs> on the damn team." Yeah, and, and they can do that. So it's you know there's only usually one discretion pick, 
for the Olympics. Wow. And so I'm sure that's going to be the same for surfing and what have you. But the thing is, what are they going to do for waves? Oh, that's like, true. Man, and man, they want to have natural. They want to have natural waves. They want to have a contest. Well, you got to have a weight for a surf contest. You need two weeks. So you start the weight at the beginning of the Olympics, and what if it's flat for two weeks and there's no waves? Mm, that's true. Hey, Brad, before we uh, before we go to break and, and before we have fun with our this or that, you have a huge <laughs> you have a huge resume. What advice do you have to people who want to be an announcer who are in broadcasting school? What advice do you have have for them to about the whole industry? Well, first off, to get into announcing, it was like you need to kind of volunteer. Okay, you gotta almost volunteer to get your chops, become an intern, do whatever you can to get mic time. Because the only way to get mic time is by doing something, and not people aren't going to hire you when you don't have any, any experience. So for me, it was Santa Barbara High School baseball. I just volunteered to play music at the games, and introduce the batters. I mean, I've always been a baseball fan, so I was like, okay. So I kind of got in that way, and then I got in since I'm a surfer. I got in doing a surf report a two-minute surf report, and I volunteered for this. And I did it for a year straight while I kept a normal job, called in at 6 in the morning for a surf report, and I didn't get paid for it, but I got paid in concert tickets. Yeah. So I got to go to some pretty cool shows. But the key to it is volunteering, being an intern, and getting your start that way, 100%. And I do have an announcer training school called Tame Your Talent. All right. Well, Brad, you want to stick around for our last segment so we can play uh, this or that? That sound cool? I'll hang. No worries. I'll hang. Man, that's awesome. We got Brad J on the line, and when we get back, we're going to play a little bit of this or that. You got it. This is the Kevin Sutton Show crew holding it down. We're going to be right back. We're being good tonight. Warning. Warning. Warning, you are listening to the Kevin Sutton Show on ESPN 580 Orlando. We are proud to hold down the mic while Kevin's out at the hospital doing the daddy thing. And we are back on the line with Mr. Brad James, Mr. Brad J, Mr. X Games, Mr. LA Clippers, Mr. Winter Olympics is joining us. Brad, where are you based out of, by the way? I'm actually in Santa Barbara, Santa oh. Barbara, California. Nice, nice. So we're not going to waste any more time. We've asked you so many questions. We really enjoyed you on the show, but we're going to play a little this All right. or that. Now it's time to ask you some more questions. Okay. All right, Brad. So what this or that is, whenever we have a guest in studio or on the phone, we like to bombard them with pretty random questions, okay? Now, what this or that is pretty much either this or that. We're not giving you time to think about it. You're going to have to give us whatever comes to your mind, okay? You ready? Just you ready to song. go? This or that? Mind, okay. All right, so I'll I'll start it first. But keep it clean. Keep it clean. Okay. All right. Yeah. Are you are you uh, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Brad, you took too long. You got it's one of those mind <laughs> oh, okay. games. Okay. Like, I like them both. I know. <laughs> okay. I got I got to check out. I got to see what's going on here. I'm just trying to get my feel here. All right, okay. Meyer, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Coke. 
No, what? You just pulled the rich. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. Here's my turn. You ready? Ice cream or cake? Uh, neither. Okay. You, you got one? Okay, Brad. Street skating or bull riding? Ooh. Street skating. There you go. All right. Nick, you down? No, Nick's not down. Okay. Okay, ready? Go. All right. So you got uh, cars or trucks? Trucks. Boats or jet skis? Boats. Summer or winter? Summer. Pizza or burgers? Burgers. Uh, movies or videos at home? Videos at home. Uh-huh. Rich? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. X, X Games or Winter Olympics? Oh, oh I got gotcha. you. <laughs> What'd you say? X Games. Okay. NBA or NFL? NBA. College football or NFL? NFL. All right. Now, Meyer did say uh, you said basketball. So, are you a Curry or LeBron fan? Curry. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, uh, flying or boating? Like, as far as a cruising. Boating. Cruising or flying? You know, like when you go on, cru- when you go on vacation. Oh, flying. 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 Right. Okay. Always. I don't know if you're a gamer, but what about PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation all day long. Oh, man. A couple more. Okay. Wakeboarding or skiing? Oh, wakeboarding. (laughs) Rich? Oh, that's a tough one. No? Go ahead, Phil. All right. So the last one that I'm going to ask you, I'm trying to think of it in my head right now. But uh, sandals or shoes? Sandals. I'm wearing them now. All right. Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> All right. We're, okay. Wait, one, one more. Michael oh. Jackson or Prince? Oh. Prince. Ah, oh, okay. Right. Michael, man. Yeah, actually, man. I was telling him on the show the other night that I stayed for two years in a row. I've been in Minneapolis for the, minute, uh, for the X Games, and I've been wanting yeah. to go to First Avenue to where uh, Purple Rain was uh, filmed, and I never had a chance to make it. So hopefully next year. Well, you got two more years to get that done, yeah. man. Yeah, sure. Oh, man. Well, Brad, we got to just tell you, we had so much fun with you. We hope you enjoyed spending some time <laughs> with us. I know it's still early for you. We're getting ready to go to bed when we're done here. One of us is going to work. One of us is going to bed. Mm-hmm. But, Brad, much success. I hope we can stay in touch and uh, and really follow up on things I sent you a friend request. It's, it well, says I'll tell you what. Okay. Phil Bird. So you did? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I'll get on that for sure. Now, listen. In the future, like when I'm at Olympics, I'm at X Games, feel free. I can do anything with you guys. I'm down to help out in any sort of way and give you updates on what's happening in the world. So yeah, and we're going to come to you need to know. We're gonna come to Santa Barbara and take the Brad J uh, class. You know, <laughs> I live right on the beach here, too. So Ooh. In the garage, we're two minutes from the water. Nice. Well, we live on a lake, so we uh, have a wakeboard ready, tied up, and ready to go. So. See, they're all set up, man. Standing sideways, that's what it's all about. That's what it is. Brad, thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Brad. Um, and we'll be seeing you soon, hopefully. And that's Mr. Brad yeah. J with the Kevin Sutton Show. All so right. that was fun. That was awesome. He was fantastic. Man, we always have some great guests. Yeah. And before we leave tonight, I want to let you guys know, and I sent you this. We all know that Kevin does his 33-day camp out at Best Buy. It was 37. One time it was 37, but we try yeah. to average it because it's yeah. 30, 33, 37. Yeah. But, you know, you guys know I've been also running for office for quite a while. And we decided to take the last weekend of this election because the election day is on Tuesday, people. But you can vote early all the way till Sunday and wanted to do something for our community 
And that is, we're going to do a 24-hour sign wave for a cause. You guys are probably like, what's a sign wave, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know how you see people on the side of the road holding campaign signs up? Is Kevin going to be spinning? Is he yeah, gonna be we're going to be spinning. Okay. Yeah, we're going to be spinning. We're going to be holding signs. But here's the real deal. We're going to be raising canned food and school supplies for kids, homeless children here in Central Florida through the Love Pantry, a program of the Ooh. Christian Service Center. And come on by. We're going to be there from 10 a.m. Saturday to 10 a.m. Sunday, 24 hours. Kevin and I are going to be there. We're going to be at the Fort Gatlin Shopping Center. That's 4709 South Orange Avenue, and that is right on the corner of Orange, Holden, and Gatlin. 24 hours. You can come at 2 in the morning. Yeah. We're going to be there. It's where the Friendly Confines is. Yes, the Friendly Confines. There's also Wells Fargo Bank. Yes. There's a couple things yes. there. It's kind of like what we call Pine Castle. Yes. So we're going to talk more about it tomorrow. Come hang out with us. Come bring a canned food item, a spiral notebook, a pack of pins. All this is staying local. You know, that's one of the things that Kevin and I have always strived for, all of us here on the show, is we like to make an impact in our local community. And this is another thing we're going to do. So we're going to have this up on our Facebook page um, immediately mm -hmm. on, and we're going to let you guys know, please call us, send us a message. If you want to know more, you guys are amazing. Every year you've helped us raise in total in five years, we have raised over 20 tons of food, clothes, blankets, and toys. You guys have never let down the Kevin. 20 tons. Jeez. Yeah. We average between three to five every year. And we've done it five years. Man, that's a lot. Yeah. And that's gone directly here in central Florida. Not that there's anything wrong with other groups out there, but we Wow, like Meyer, to you should run for office. You guys are doing <laughs> such a great job for the community. And then also coming up next week on Tuesday night, we're going to have a National Kidney Foundation doing a call-in. Uh, they're going to be very busy putting together their competition next week, so they're not able to make it into the studio. But we're going to have uh, Phil Salek, and we're going to have the whole crew uh, do a call-in uh, probably about uh, 8.15 next uh, Tuesday night. So, again, the National Kidney Foundation and Cocoa Beach at the end of the month uh, actually, I think it's uh, from the 31st until the 3rd in Cocoa Beach at the Cocoa Beach Pier, raising funds for a great cause, a great surfing competition, one of the best on the East Coast. So that's coming up next week. Uh, we're looking forward to that. And you know, the Kevin Sutton Show, we always support anybody doing anything in the community. For sure. So it's that time for us to head out of here. There's lots more here on ESPN 580 Orlando. Stay tuned. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. Dr. Phil, Yo. Rich Rogers. Brad J and me, Meyer, the ladies' point of view. It's always an honor to share the evening with you. We love you guys. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all under the username Kevin Sutton Show. And don't forget to vote. See you tomorrow.